Let us pray. Gracious God, who loves us more than we can ask for or imagine, send your Holy Spirit to dwell here with us, so that only your word may be spoken, and so that only your word may be heard. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. In our epistle today, St. Paul says, Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, this is kind of a challenging passage because I value knowledge. I value knowing things and learning new things. I value growing in my knowledge. I value education in general, and I value my own education in particular. I value the degrees that I've earned and the degree that I'm working on. I value the classes and the teachers and the books and the projects and the papers, and yet, yes, even the tests, because all those have helped me grow in my knowledge, and I really hope that I never stop learning during my life. I want to know new things, to learn new things. I think that knowledge is really important. I am so grateful for all the people who've been learning about coronavirus this year to grow our knowledge of this virus. I'm grateful for all the people who've been figuring out how it is that the virus spreads in order to teach us ways that we can keep ourselves and the community safer. I value all of the the doctors and the nurses who've been figuring out how it is we can take care of patients if they happen to get coronavirus so that we can help them make it through that disease and survive. I am really grateful for all those researchers who figure out how to make vaccines and all the research figure out how it is that we can distribute vaccines safely and effectively to people in order to get us through this pandemic. I am grateful for all this huge body of knowledge that has grown in this past year as we have been struggling with this pandemic. That knowledge is valuable. And so I hope I'm not being too defensive when I come to this passage today, but I really do not think that St. Paul is saying that knowledge is bad. I think it has value. I think he would say it has value. I mean, St. Paul knows a lot of stuff, right? And he's writing letters to people because he wants to pass along that knowledge to them so that they can grow in their knowledge. They can learn new things and they can incorporate that into their life, and they can act accordingly. He talks often in his letters about knowing Christ and trying to grow in our understanding of what it is that Christ wants for us in this life. He's making arguments, arguments based on knowledge, right, to convince people of things who are having challenges and problems. So I don't think Paul is opposed to knowledge per se. I think that what he's getting at here is that there is a shadow side to knowledge. And that shadow side is arrogance. It is that puffing up, that sense that one person is better than somebody else because they know something that they don't know. What's happening in this community is certain people know something and the way that they are using that knowledge is causing hurt to other people. And so what Paul is calling for here is not to stop learning and to to say knowledge isn't important. What he's saying is that knowledge has to be tempered by love. Knowledge puffs up, right? It's all about the individual 
thinking that they are better in their knowledge that people don't have. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. It's for the community, for the common good. And so knowledge, when tempered with love, is the ideal that Paul is trying to get here. Love is really the core of this letter. In just a few more chapters, Paul is going to say those famous words, faith, hope, and love abide, and the greatest of these is love. What Paul is trying to show his community, this community that's in a great conflict, great challenge in their life, and he's trying to show them that the path through this is love. And certain people know certain things, and that's great, that's fine. But don't use that against other people. Don't puff yourself up with that knowledge. But in all things, remember love and the way of love that Jesus taught us. In the gospel today, Jesus finds himself in Capernaum and he encounters a man who has an unclean spirit within him. His unclean spirit says, one of the most fascinating things. First of all, Sun Clean Spirit identifies Jesus correctly. He says, you are the Holy One of God. He knows him. He can recognize him. But the Unclean Spirit also asks one of the most important questions in Scripture. It comes from uh, most unusual sources from this Unclean Spirit. But he says, what do you have to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? What do you have to do with us? It may come from an unusual source, but I think this is the question that each one of us has to ask. What do you have to do with us? And the answer is, he has come to call us to follow him on this way of love. This way of love, which is the greatest commandment, to love the Lord of God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. This way of love that was born in Bethlehem. This way of love that will go to the cross. This way of love that will rise again. Jesus is here to call us to follow him on that way. What do you have to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? To follow him on the way of love. This love that St. Paul is saying is the only way they can get through the challenges and the conflicts they are facing there in Corinth. This way of love that Jesus calls us to at this time also. This way of love that we need to get through these challenges that we face as a community, the political divisions, this pandemic the racial injustice, all of it can only be gotten through if we follow the way of love, love for our neighbor, love for the other, the way of love that Jesus came to show us. What do you have to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Everything. We would just follow him on this way of love. And so, my friends in Christ, do that.
follow him. It's not always easy. It's not sentimental. But it is the path that he has shown us. It is the good road. It is the way of love. Amen.